Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled, fun-packed episode of Conversations about dot, dot, dot. This is Will. I am back in the building. Uh, I've gone on my trek to Memphis, and I'm back. I'm not alone. I've got the Rascal Bros with me. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, it's us, the Roscoe Brothers. I'm Jingles Roscoe. I'm Smider Roscoe. Hello, Will. Welcome back. Yay. Today we're going to go catch up because we hadn't talked in a few weeks. So <laughs> we're going to uh, give you some give you some updates on us and things like that. So I'm going to start off uh, asking a question to, to, to ever-lovable Smider Roscoe, the man, the myth, mm. the legend. Um, mm. First of all, I want to say thank you for doing the podcast, uh, Needle Mouse, the Danger Noodle versus Needle Mouse, the new adventures of. I guess, I'm not sure if that's the best title, but I mean, I mean y'all's title works well because I know y'all did some new fan art and stuff. It feels <laughs> like friends spanking new Needle Mouse like versus the, the, the new adventures Danger of Noodle. of Danger Noodle versus Needle Mouse there, where uh, y'all talked about Egg Mex Metal Gears and the return of the card games of the Reckoning. Oh. Thank I, you. Yeah. I appreciate listening to those episodes because let me tell you something. Long bus rides to and from Memphis, Tennessee. You're not going to sleep. It's just reality. Like, you're going to have some lady coming down off of some drug that's sitting by you that's up and down every five seconds. She's just constantly apologizing to you for being up and down every five seconds. But then it's like, if you know you're going to be like this, you could have just gone over to a seat by yourself. They have seats over by themselves. Why didn't you sit right here? <laughs> But instead, you're just like right there, constantly up and down on your phone, asking me questions like the same question 14 times. I kid you not. I wish I was counting at this point because it was just like, so what time are we supposed to get to the bus station? Well, we left at 145. We're supposed to arrive in Nashville at 245. Like that's 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 what time we're supposed to arrive. Like, that's it. Like, it didn't change since the last time you asked me. It's the same question. And I had headphones trying to listen to podcasts, and I was listening to you guys. So I had to listen to it kind of on repeat when I actually got by myself and was able to listen to it for real. So I laughed gotcha. a bunch, especially talking about the Pokemon journey and different card games and things like that. And so I yeah. appreciate I appreciate that. So I was going to ask you, because the last time we talked, we were talking about a, your Pokemon journey. I was just going to ask you what new developments have come for your Pokemon journey since then. Oh, well, I appreciate it. First of all, thank you for listening to the Danger Noodle versus Mr. Needle Mouse podcast you can listen to on Spotify and any other places you can find your podcast at. We're, we launched season three recently, and we're very happy about how it's starting off so far. And I will definitely pass along this information to my cohort Mobius on that show. Thank you. Um, we let's see right now. Uh, I have, I have definitely spent too much money on cards right now. I, I, I am getting specifically into certain expansions that will help me flesh out a deck. And with the, Last couple of elite trainer boxes that we got on over here at home base. Uh, with the, I would say, with the exception of booster boxes, which tend to come with six booster packs in them, grand total of 60 cards, which you can get for a pretty decent price. I think, aside from those, I think I'm fine without getting a lot of Pokemon cards right now. 
Right now, I just kind of want to build some decks and kind of just start playing Pokemon. And uh, granted, I'll probably buy a booster pack here every once in a while, but it's not going to be nearly as frequent as it was there for a minute. Uh, but I've, I've been having a ton of fun. Uh, Jingle surprised me. I thought that he was just going to watch me collect cards and stuff. But Jingle's got himself a bunch of cards, and he's got his own deck coming together. He even bought a few cards that uh, are going to be really conducive to his deck strategy. And we're just gonna now we're just waiting for them to come on in. And the ones that he's going for are positively devastating. So that's not going to be any fun to have to deal with later. But. It's just been really fun. It's just been a really fun hobby to get back into. And again, it, I am I am still in the same camp of I don't need the full arts, the special alternate art Pokemon cards. The sure there are mega some, rares and the- Yeah. The, foils the ultra that. rare ones that I, now that would be nice to have one, but I don't need it before collecting purposes. I want to get it because I like it. I want to get it because I want to play with that card. And, and I would say the only expansion that's really exciting me right now is one that dropped just a couple of days ago called Scarlet and Violet 151. And that is it it's a surprisingly topical considering the episode that Mobius and I did not that long ago and Mr. Needle Mouse versus the Danger Noodle where we were talking about card games and that is oh goodness the Scarlet and Violet 151 I think I felt hot over there with y'all talking about Pokemon, and now y'all are starting a fire. I guess not. And like, there's yeah. people just people just coming up, walking up the street like gang vendettas want to be like, "Oh, I heard you got a deck, sir." Yeah. <laughs> now, just explosions going off in the background, and people are walking up the road toward the house, wanting to play out front. It's turning into an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh out there, where everybody's <laughs> running around with a deck and wanting to duel there out there on the streets to prove something. But the Scarlet and Violet 151, I really, I'm really looking forward to starting to collect some of those because it's a redistribution of the classic 151 Pokemon. And it's, it, it, looks positively amazing to me because they've got new art, new effects, and they've been rebalanced to be to be basically viable in the new format. So I'm I'm sorry, Will. I'm also getting really distracted with all these pictures that you're posting right now. Sorry, I'll explain those in a minute. Yeah, no problem. Um because uh, for th- for those of you that are only listening to this, that's that's <laughs> Will's posting a lot of pictures from his trip. We'll get to that here in a second. But I'm also tracking down a link to the card gallery for 151, and 
there are a lot of cards in there that I really want to get. And it's, yeah, again, it's the probably the only expansion that I'm actually really excited to start collecting right now. Okay, I'm checking it out there while you're talking about it, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Oh, wow, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, so if you, if you were an old-school Pokemon fan and you just haven't kept up with any of the new generations or any of the new formats that have happened since base generation, this I feel like this right here is a good way, is probably a good expansion to start getting back into it. Because what's again, what's cool is that it it's not like it's it's not like the game has advanced the way that Yu-Gi-Oh has advanced, which introduced entire new rules that that alter the way that the game is just played across the board. Instead, uh, if you are... Again, Pokemon is still very easy to pick up and understand and start playing. So, I want to ask you, Will, out of the one original 151, which ones do you feel like are your favorites? Well, I've got to go fire type because that's always been kind of my brand. So, like fire types, of course, the Charizard man is 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 one of my favorites. But then also Mewtwo, just because I remember the movie when he came out and he was just like just bit looked like a brawler. And he had that really deep, soothing voice, and at the same time, it's just like imminent threat every five seconds because he just showed up. He's like, "You do not understand the wrath of my power." And my, you know, and I was, I'm just like. I don't, I don't know what's happening, but my gosh, this is beautiful. So yeah, those are probably my two favorite for the original grouping. Yeah, I could definitely tell you that in this new expansion, Mewtwo and Charizard get a lot of love. I'm seeing it. I'm definitely seeing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So plus, it's in the right direction for that. I can dig it. Yeah, but um, feel free to check that out later. And just enjoy yourself. It's a lot of old school stuff in there, boy. That's for certain. Mm-hmm. So that's a plus in the right direction, especially if you're wanting to kind of go back and go back to the. I don't know if I call it the basics, but go back to the basics as far as a game goes. It's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, Jingles, what about yourself, sir? What have you been up to these last few weeks that we've had a chance, haven't had a chance to get together and talk much? Just kind of. Keep, What's made you happy, sir? Well, uh, I haven't been doing a whole lot other than watching Smiter buy too many cards. Um, aside from that, uh, as he mentioned, I bought a, a few packs I wanted to get. I'm, I'm trying to get a deck going just so that I have something that I can play in case the guys want to get together. and like, Hey, let's play some Pokemon. I'll be like, cool, here's my deck. So I'm working on one right now, uh, and it's basically going to be built uh, in a similar way to the way that my deck is in Pokemon TCG Live, the game. Uh-huh. Um, and so um, it's going to be built around Charizard EX and uh, he, the abilities that he has, as well as um, uh, it's, it's a fire-based deck. And so... And that's what my focus has been on. Uh, 
but I didn't buy nearly as many cards as Smiter did. Um, I'm just, I'm like, yeah, I just want to get the ones that, uh, for me. Okay. Because I'm, I'm not a collector. I don't like collecting things. Um, Pretty blasé about it. I, yeah, I'm very blasé about collecting. If I'm buying something, it's something that I want to use or like read or, you know, like I'm, I'm not going to try and collect like old video games for the purposes of collecting old video games. I would do it so that I can own that game and play it when I need to. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, same goes for comics. Uh, I'll take, uh, I'll take a reprinted trade any day way over mm. like any like single issue. That's like super rare. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't, I, I don't, I don't have any desire to get a copy of amazing fantasy number 15. Um, that's a good example. But if I could get like a, a reprinted trade of, like that first arc, I would love to get it and read it. Um, but it would be for the purposes of reading it, not to like put it in a plastic thing and like have it be graded and be all like, oh, it's like a $5 million comic book. And I don't care. <laughs> Good for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the same goes with Pokemon cards. I'm yeah. just, I want to build, I want the cards that I have to build a deck and then the rest of the cards, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of them. I'm basically letting everyone else kind of like, uh, sift through them and see if there's any that they want. And I'm not really asking for anything else in return except for like individual cards that I want to have yeah. in my deck itself. Right. But, um, like I got this really like super rare full art uh, Palmot uh, mm-hmm. card. Palmot EX. It's a very beautiful card. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had Hidden Bosch of the Apartment Josh over yesterday because we were streaming banjo kazooie and uh afterwards we were chatting and uh i showed him the palm and he's like oh man i'm i'm trying to build like a thing around uh palm i was like oh cool and i just handed it to him there you go that's yours and he was surprised he was all like are you sure like yeah man it's Palmot. It's not raichu (laughs) it's not raichu and it's not charizard it's not raichu or charizard why would i want that I that although Smiter gave me a Heracross because he knows I love Heracross. Yeah, I also just hand over cards so like Charmeleons I, and stuff. I, I think I'm planning on like building some decks, but building them around just my favorite Pokemon. Um, and then after that, I don't I don't plan on like going out and trying to collect more Pokemon. Right. So you're not trying to catch them all, as it were. No, because mm. some of them are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Some be of them nice are to, dumb. Be nice to Chienpo. Right? Uh, I don't have to. You don't have to. Be nice to Garbodor. He's doing his best. Saw, okay, Garbodor is good. I like Garbodor. I saw a commercial where there's a guy telling a story about this uh, martial. It's, it's like T Man. It's like the guy. It's like a. He's a team master or something like that. But he gets really angry over his students, and so over time, this. Yes, this new Pokemon yeah. is created out of his rage, mm. and like all this crazy stuff happens. I'm just sitting there going, "Like, man, some of these Pokemon's origin stories are way too deep." Dude, uh, yeah, they've always been that like way. early Pokemon Pokedex entries. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, in the game, the way that you catalog information about your Pokemon is through a thing called the Pokedex, and the Pokedex 
Anytime you catch a new Pokemon, the first one of that species, it just jots down the information about the Pokemon. General height, weight, and then general information about that. And that could be something just interesting or benign about the Pokemon. For example, one of the most famous entries about Raichu is that it has enough energy in its body to knock out a Dragonite. Yeah. And that's just information that they just throw out there for you to enjoy. Okay. Also an African elephant. And also an African elephant. Specifically, weirdly specific. But uh, they throw information out there for you. Between, I would say, generations one and four, there was always an outlier or two that would have a Pokedex entry that is either really dark or really sinister. For example, Pinsir, which is a, a bug Pokemon that has horns on its head that allows it to pincer anything that it can get on. And one of the data entries is that, like, it says it will mercilessly uh, squeeze its opponent until it breaks in half. And, or there's a Pokemon out there called Yamask. And it's this little ghost Pokemon that just carries around a wooden mask with it. And Yamask is weird because in its Pokedex entry, it says that the mask that it carries is the face of the person that, like, is the face of a dead person. Mm -hmm. And they just, they're a ghost and they just carry it around with them. Okay, I've got to ask a question. So there is a Pokemon that has a skull on its head. I think it's a fighting type. Yes. Yes, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Is it true that they are, like, born, and as they are born, their mother dies, and they're wearing their mother's skull on their head? Is that is that accurate? Uh, that's what the Pokedex entry says. Yep, that's Cubone. Yep, yep. and that's just one of those bits in the lore that that I love that they haven't, like, I, I don't know, uh, retconned out or anything like that. Cubone, is, his designation is the lonely Pokemon. Everything about Cubone is sad. Yep. Wow, that, that that's crazy. Yeah, and I'm pulling up the re the new reprinted card for Cubone. Mm -hmm. right now that is part of the just released 151 expansion and straight up for its pokedex entry on the card it says this pokemon wears the skull of its deceased mother sometimes cubone dream sometimes cubone's dreams make it cry but each tear cubone sheds makes it stronger wow there you go this is a children's game. Right. Yay. Man. Wow. Okay. Yeah, dude. These layers have been there the whole time. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, any fun game streams? I don't have a bit of an interview uh, on the last couple of game streams. Let's oh. see. Well, uh, I'm not done talking about what I've been doing. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, because <laughs> I started talking about Pokemon, and then they're all like, hey, is it true that Pokemon 
are Satan? <laughs> I don't think I asked that question, but yeah, I got you. No. <laughs> oh, man. Um, they're, the, the they're, satanic they're, po- they're pocket monsters. <laughs> yeah, see, look. This is the sign of the devil. Um, I am also now uh, saving money and have started purchasing parts to build a new PC. Yeah. For the purposes... Because this PC I've had for like eight years now or something, mm-hmm. it's it's on its last legs. It's, I mean, the last time we tried recording um, the uh, Pathfinder, uh, it shut off twice on me. Yeah. So I am... Uh, I'm I'm now purchasing new parts to build a fully new PC. Nice, He's real good and sick and tired. Yep, and that'll help make our streams smoother, nicer, crisper. Um, we're probably going to start incorporating webcams for our streams because mm-hmm. anybody that's listening that doesn't watch our streams, uh, we don't use webcams because I'm like my computer probably couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the whole experience is likely to just start, um, getting more and more, just getting better. Mm -hmm. So, um, doing that also, I've been working out, um, I'm on that, uh, DDP yoga system. (laughs) All right. All right. I'm on that DDP yoga. Oh, tell, tell, tell us, Jesse. Tell us all about it. <laughs> I'm on that DDP yoga. Down there in the Baja. Got something north of 150 dogs. Jake, this- Listen, I gotta go. I got like uh, I got like five more minutes that I can handle. Uh, then I have to leave. But don't worry. I'm actually going to stay for three more hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, Jake the Snake Roberts. Dang, Jesse. Jake the Snake uh, went through that. Anyway, program. you want uh, you want some orange soda? I got some orange Fanta in case you want some. Fanta's delicious soda. I do enjoy uh, it. Fanta's a really good soda. It's too bad that it was cut out by the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be crazy and ranting, Will. You know this. Well, I understand it. So I was doing my Jake the Snake thing, where Jake the Snake is just very much the straight man during Jesse's going off on things. Oh, right, 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 right. But, uh, yeah, uh, Jingles has uh, been getting into DDPY. Yep. Cool. And my body hurts, but I'm feeling stronger. Good. I've been doing it. F- I've been doing it for about a month now. Okay. I'll, and uh, I may have to join you. Pretty good. Yeah, it's like nine dollars a month for the app, but I bought I bought DVDs and I got three free months of the app. Ooh, nice. So that's that's uh, like I was just gonna follow the DVDs. But then they were like, hey, just download the app. You get it for free for three months. And I was like, oh, okay. And then when I did, it's all it's all like, hey, put on your information for me. How much do you weigh? How tall are you? And all this. I was like, okay, I'll put that in there. And they were like, this is the program for you. We've curated it for you. This is what this is how you should start the system. Okay. And all all of the videos are on the app, along with a bunch of other cool, inspiring videos, uh, including 
DDP's documentary Relentless and the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's recipes and a nutrition guide and just uh, just so much stuff on there that is making a lot of the stress that I've had with other workout programs just like not be there. Cool. Um, so it's been and uh, it, it's been set up in a way that I actually feel like I can keep up with it. Okay. Uh, unlike other uh, workout systems that I've done, which is just like destroyed my body. And then I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this. I got you. Wow. That that's actually sounds really awesome, man. That sounds really awesome indeed. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. I've already lost six pounds, so that's nice. Cool. He's pretty much shredded. I'm pretty shredded. Okay. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. Shoot, by the time I get down to see you, man, we'll all have to, we'll, we, maybe we'll all be like just sitting there looking like butt walking into a place and be like, hell, hello, how are you doing today? We're incredibly buff now because of the DDP workout. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm feeling incredibly delicious. That's right. Look at my abs. Look at my washboard abs. Look at them. I haven't seen these abs in 12 years. <laughs> Has uh, <laughs> but like we're all uh, Terminator Three, Arnie. That's it. <laughs> Where it's all like, yeah, he's still kind of in shape. Yeah, it's like I would rather just be like Lou Ferrigno, but I can't do a Lou Ferrigno impression because I actually have talked to him a few times. So you don't want the Hulk coming after you. Dang right, dude. He's dude. The dude is like in his late sixties, early seventies, and he still looks like he could rip me apart. Like easily, mm-hmm. it's insane. He still has he still has that solid joint um, cadence in his step. Yep, that one that makes him look like a gorilla. Yep, except the most dangerous gorilla in the world. You actually come up to him and say hello. He's just the sweetest I dude. Who it, I wonder who is like the most dangerous gorilla in the world. Brock, Probably Brock, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Not a question of me, Brock. Like, hi, Mr. That's Lester, how you back. doing? Brock Brock comes in. He's not having a good day. He just F5s you through the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Well, right on. Who's going to press charges on That's Brock Lesnar? No one. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Okay. Right on. Cool, 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 cool. Well, can I tell you about my exciting trip to Memphis, Tennessee for Worlds now? Please do. I've do been waiting. All right. So, uh, <laughs> I got... Finally. <laughs> Speaking of finally, uh, boy, we got nope, some... Nope, 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 yep. don't. No, you're going to lose traction. I love you. You're going to lose traction. <laughs> we'll save that for later. Remind me of the finally thing. Uh, anyway, All right. so yes. first things first, got to Memphis Thursday morning. Ate breakfast. Um, they didn't. They didn't understand when your boy says he wants sweet tea. They gave me a nice little wine goblet, and I'm sitting there going, "Look at me! Like, can we try that again?" <laughs> I don't ever drink tea in wine goblets, ma'am. Like, I appreciate you and everything you do, and I understand you're working hard, but I need a bigger cup than this. Is it possible to get a bigger glass? And she's just like, "No, that's all the glasses we have." She said, "This is for our breakfast run. We do have bigger glasses for like lunch and dinner, but we don't only have." These for breakfast. I'm like, okay, well then, can I get a carafe? She's like, what's a carafe? And I'm like, it's a, never mind. I'm not gonna explain it. 
<laughs> but I had a pretty decent breakfast, waited around, ended up getting a chance to learn how to play Larkana, Disney Larkana, while I was waiting in line for the stuff to open later in the afternoon. Nice. I've heard about that one. I I don't I have no clue how it plays. So here's but... the difference between Disney Larkana and a short snippet, because I don't want to get derailed. Here's the snippet. You ready? Sure. There's no yeah. interaction unless you're playing. There's mm-hmm. no interaction within the turn. So there's no, like, counters and things like that. Everything you do, you do during your turn. You're basically questing to get lore. Mm. And you're trying to get 20 lore before your opponent does. That's the goal. Okay. So that's the thing. Unfortunately, the people that created Lorcana, Lorcana decided that they were only going to put out a small amount of product. So, you know, you can go to most stores and you'll get a starter. It'll be 40 bucks when the MSRP is only twenty four ninety nine. Oh yeah, I did hear that. So it is uh, very. They hard. were actually having a. They were actually really having a hard time with their product get staying on shelves. It's very difficult to keep it on shelves because the other thing you have to factor is it's Disney, which means people that like Disney stuff buy it. Who are never going to play the game? They just like Disney stuff. So, but I got the chance to learn how to play that game because there were a couple of people who had all kind of decks in their hand while they were waiting. You know, they were like the first up in line, so I was sitting there learning how to play with them. And then when the door started opening, of course, we went in and got our stuff. Uh, nice thing about the the world, HeroClix World, just the way they do it is they get us a really swag version of uh, the tour package. Normally, I think the tour package for Graceland is between 100 to 200 bucks if you want to go get the tour while you're staying at the Graceland Hotel. Uh, we get it for mm-hmm. 50 but we and we also get a bunch of HeroClix swag to go with it. And so it's called, it's the TCP package. And so we got that. We had to go in and get that set up. And then we went in to buy any con exclusives this year. One of the big con exclusives that everybody wanted was Space Ghost. Because Space Ghost is now Hero Clicks. And so I got a chance to get my Space Ghost the first day. Because I found out the next day they were already sold out of Space Ghost. And so I got Space Ghost. I got uh, Captain America. They were America. sold out of Space Ghost? They were sold out of Space Ghost. coast to coast? Yes. Exactly. Same Space one. Space Ghost, coast to coast. Yep, they sold out the first day. Sold out of that. Uh, they sold out of. They had a Batman Merman that I think sold out, and then the rest of the stuff they had, like they had, there was a Captain America on the Pegasus that was only available at Worlds, who does really cool buffs for Avengers and his Guardians. He's awesome. And uh, so then you go and you pay for your events. So like if you're going to be like in Team Worlds and stuff like that. You pay for that. You pay for your bigger tournaments. The only things you couldn't pay for ahead of time was the Battle Royales. Because with the Battle Royales, you pay for those as you get ready to enter them. They did them every 90 minutes. And you'd have, like, a ton of people in the room doing Battle Royales. And so you'd get each person gets a pack. They bust a pack open. They pat, they pull a piece out they want out of their pack, pass it to the left. Each person passes until you have five figures. You bring them in, you play. Uh, whenever, if something gets knocked out, the next turn when you come back on deck, your play, your the piece you had that got knocked out, come back in, and then they can play. Basically, your goal is try to get as many KOs as possible in that. And I say by the time you actually get done playing, I say you're looking at maybe about because it's 90 minutes, but you're going to take at least 20 minutes to build your team, 20 to 30 minutes. So you're playing right at about an hour. So it's pretty cool. And we did a bunch of that. They also did some D&D Onslaught uh, demos and stuff, too. Where D- and Onslaught is kind of like a skirmish version of a D&D adventure where the DM controls any monsters in the room. 
And then each person brings a team. You, uh, you up to four people can bring teams. And so they did stuff like that. I played in the Pulp World Championship the first day. Didn't do so hot. Uh, got done, went eight and everything, and kind of chilled out once I was able to get in my room. And then um, I played in a Battle Royale or two. Also, Troll and Toad was there. So if you had old pieces that you could sell, you could bring them over there and sell them to them. And then buy stuff that you needed that they had. And I bought myself a, uh, a Captain America droid. Uh, they did a um, Captain America Sentinel way back in the day in the comics. And so they did that in Hero Clicks form. And so it's a gigantic Captain America robot. <laughs> so I picked that up pretty cheap. But anyway, so the next day was uh, Friday. And we did Team Worlds, where it's me, myself, Kyrie Sampson, and Bilal. And we uh, basically played. We basically got a brick. We paid for it, of course, together. And then we got a brick of product. And then we broke that brick open. You had like maybe 30 minutes to break down the whole brick of 10 packs. Put three teams together. And then you played in sections so that your teammates were like either in front or behind you at tables. And you were playing to try to see who got the best team scores. And so we made it up to about the fourth round. And I think by the fourth round, we looked at each other. I was like, how are we doing, Captain? And, and our, our Captain Kyrie was just like, yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> and so we dropped and had lunch and split up the divvied up the rest of the pieces in our uh, brick and so then we just went and played some more battle rounds uh, Saturday came and went uh, they had the uh, no Friday night they had the uh, fan appreciation stuff and so that's where like for example you see the picture of the King Kong that's up there they showed us a bunch of things like there's a Sherlock Holmes kit coming out next year early next year and um but got, but uh, King Kong is one of the latter pieces that's coming out this year. Um, and so there's just some different pictures of stuff that was shown at the fan appreciation deal. And then as we left, we got to get we got free pieces of the Plastic Man stuff. There was a Con L.E. Plastic Man from a couple of years ago. And so we got the chance to get uh, the pieces of things he turns into. Well, then, of course, I put out an APB. I was like, hey, has anybody got this Plastic Man? Because I got pieces for it now, but I don't have the actual figure. And so I was like, well, you know, if you play in the deal tomorrow and you get all the way through, you can get it as a prize for, you know, placing so high. I was like, ah, okay. Well, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't plan on playing in that anyway. Because then I pushed myself between Thursday and Friday. So Saturday, like, I woke up and watched Rush Hour for the first, like, several hours. And then I, my hotel mate was like, hey, man, I, I, he said, I'm really hungry, but I don't know if I can go out and get something to eat, man. You got anything for me? I was like, well, I just made some soup in the hotel room. I'll bring you something. He's like, okay. And so I came over there, and as I was on the way over there, um, I ended up meeting the bus driver who was real cool. And he was just like, hey, if you happen to get a Hulk, man, I could use a Hulk. I really love the Incredible Hulk, man, but I just don't know anything about the game or nothing. And so I took him soup, and then I went to the little bin and got uh, some um, Incredible Hulks for him. I think for a couple, few of them for like a buck a piece. And so I handed it to him. He was really excited about that. So like the rest of the weekend, like anytime we needed rides, we called for that specific dude, and he'd make sure to come get us. It's because there were van rides from the convention center back to the hotel. And so... Um, then we, I went to Marlowe's, which is the place that's in the picture there with the pink limo, because at Graceland, they have restaurants that will come to you and get you, and Marlowe's is one of those that do. 
And so they came down with the pink limo, and I got to ride it and go eat barbecue spaghetti. It had some mushrooms and everything. It was a really good time. Had a live DJ whoa, who was playing stuff. Barbecue spaghetti. Uh, yeah, whoa, whoa, it was delicious, dude. Like, I didn't even know. <laughs> I bet. I was not ready for that. But I'm going to tell you what, I'm ready for it now, and I'm going to need some more of it. <laughs> I'm just gonna show. There's a barbecue place here in town. I'm just gonna walk in one day, and be like, "I need this. Can you do this for me?" <laughs> you take the pulled pork, put some barbecue sauce on the thing, and make some barbecue spaghetti. That'd be awesome. I need that barbecue. I need that barbecue spaghetti, sir. I'd be like Shaquille O'Neal. Um, I'm gonna need some barbecue spaghetti. Yeah, that's some um, that's some mushrooms out here. I'm gonna need you to do that for me with some with a biscuit. It'd be great. Maybe some large thing of sweet tea. It'd be incredible. Fantastical things you could do for me. That'd be wonderful. But yeah, the uh, the pink limo was dope. The guy came around. He was like, well, I drive this for, I'm, a, I'm retired. And I drive this like three nights a week. And so apparently every night of the week, they'll come and get you from the hotel. So if you're in a Graceland uh, guest house and you need to go eat somewhere, and you don't have a car that's like right there, you can, you can call them up after 3 o'clock. They'll come get you. You set up a time for you. They'll come get you, take you over there to eat. And then when you're ready, just stand out front. They'll take you back. They do it the whole time they're open. So it's pretty awesome. But anyway, uh, went through Saturday. Oh, another thing about the Graceland Guest House. This is really fun because um, Elvis Presley was a big peanut butter jelly person, apparently, to the point where he would fly to a restaurant to get a peanut butter banana like a fr- deep fried banana, peanut butter banana uh, sandwich, fried in like bacon grease, and uh, he would go to this restaurant uh, like several times a week just to get this sandwich. And but apparently they at night at about nine o'clock at night they have little peanut butter jelly sandwiches out there with chocolate or regular milk out there. You can go and you can grab a couple of sandwiches. And there's a little old lady that's there. She's really sweet. And, she pours your milk out. And, you know, they try to get the line, keep the line moving because a lot of people come down there just for the experience of having a peanut butter jelly sandwich at Graceland. And, um, but it's really sweet and awesome time. And uh, then, you know, we got to Sunday, did a bunch of stuff, finished, and uh, people started going home. And that was the play. That was the plan. I came home Monday. I did my laundry Monday night and got home and got back to work Tuesday. So, Sounds like quite the adventure. Oh, it was, man. It was very much so. I got a bunch of really cool, evil uh, DC villains. Even some of the people that look like heroes aren't really heroic in these versions. They're definitely more villainous versions of some of our heroes. They're, some of the people from Injustice are in there. Uh, there's some Black Lanterns in there. Uh there's some Legion of Dooms. There's even like a Superman and Batman that are very much in the absolute power arc. If you ever read that arc of comics where Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, and um, uh, Cosmic King were all trying to manipulate the manipulate the origins of Batman and Superman to where basically Batman and Superman would work together to rule the world. And so heroes would kind of stand against them and they would put them down pretty quick. So it's just a lot of really cool uh, people. I mean, even, even weirdos like uh, General, like uh, Gentleman Ghost are in there. And then they also have a subset mm. with the Harley Quinn show from HBO. So, of course, there's Harley, there's Poison Ivy, there's Frank the Plant, there's Cyborgman. And um, 
some other different people and things like that from that show. So, a lot of cool teams came up. And there's also a goon dynamic. So, there are a bunch of goons from different arcs. So, like, for example, like, uh, Mr. Freeze has a set of goon polar bears uh, from the infamous uh, Batman animated series movie that came out years ago that I cannot think of the name of right now. But anyway, yeah, they did polar bear goons for him. They did uh, Black Manta goons, or like the bodysuit people. And then they did like Riddler goons that are dressed in green from the Harley Quinn show. They also did um, the Mad Hatter goons that are the red, you know, the red-eyed, white rabbit mask people. You know, and then they did regular Joker goons with the big fish. They were smacking people and all that. And then they even did like stuff like the Quarter Thunderers from Sinestro Corps. <laughs> they had Joker goons hitting people with fish. Uh, why are they hitting people with fish? They're crazy. There you go. Yep. So, <laughs> so they had a little bit. They got a little bit of everything in there, man. So it was really cool, really awesome stuff to get. Met a lot of cool people that I've talked to in the yeah. past. Or people that I've, you know, like me and Edward Shelton have been friends for a long time, but we've never met met face-to-face. And we met uh, Thursday night, and we were just hanging out together in the line, waiting. And people were just like, man, y'all look like y'all have known each other forever. And he's like, that's because we have. <laughs> we've known each other for at least eight years and talked. We've just never been in the same space together before until that day. So it was a cool time. It was really dope. It was really great. Any questions you guys have? concerning worlds and such i might have missed it how far did you get well so i played in pulp and i was basically oh and four pulp was basically the commons uncommons and rares and you build a team out of commons uncommons and rares no super rares no primes no stuff that doesn't come in a booster pack. So basically, I went 0-3, and um, I, I think what it was was I I'd forgotten how serious this was for such a new format. I didn't realize how quickly the serious this had already gotten with a lot of the stuff that was out there. There was stuff that, like, about t- the third match, I'm sitting there going, like, okay, if I see one more team with Morbic Taggart and Mr. Sinister on there just making me miss attacks, I'm going to scream. And sure enough, the next team I faced was that same team. It was I went through three of those in a row. And by the time I was going into my fourth match, the guy looked at me. He's like, you okay? I was like, yeah. We rolled. I hit a big hit. I think I rolled like a, a, six, and a, a six and a three. And I went and hit the dude. And he was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to replace your six with a one. I was like, yep, you got it, dude. I'm going to shake your hand. You got, you got the win. I'll play shake my hand. I said, I said, he goes, what are you done? Yeah, dude, you, you got it. 300, just go ahead and call it 300 even. You're done. Hey, you got it, man. Good deal. You go, go ahead and be great, man. I'm, I'm finished today. I'm mentally fatigued. And, um, I also hadn't slept really since the bus ride. So I knew going into it, I probably shouldn't even played. I probably should have just been like, I'm just going to relax the rest of the day today and come back stronger tomorrow. But uh, I chose to play because I wanted to see what the format was like. So then the next day, Team Worlds, we collectively got, I think we won three out of uh, three nine was our record. 
because the one dude that was on our team was like winning everything and like we were just not doing well. But then we went into the fourth round and he lost zero zero, like it was three hundred to zero pretty much. He got clean wiped and we all got clean wiped as well. So when we got to the fourth round, we were just like, do we stay in it or not? You know, because we're ready to stay, we can go. And it's like, well, top, you know, because the way that the world, the team worlds went was you basically went to you went to top sixteen. And if you, you didn't get top 16, and of course you were just there. And so we just, the boss, the, the guy who was running the team was just like, you know, I kind of want to go see where we finish, but I kind of want to go eat lunch too. And so I was like, you know, we looked at each other. And he's like, and he was like, well, sir, you're the leader. You let me know what you want to do. He said, we'll stay if we're ready to stay. He said, no, I want to eat dinner. I want to eat lunch. Yeah, I was like, all right. So we went over to the. There was a little place over by the Graceland Convention Center that had like a like a full food park, but they also had some tour things and things like that. And so we went over to the food park and had hot dogs and sat down and ate. And and uh, one of the coolest stories, man, was this little boy. Uh, he's about five. He saw me. He's like, "Hey, you play Hero Clicks?" I was like, "Yeah, I play Hero Clicks." He said, "I said, do you play?" He said, "My daddy plays Hero Clicks." I said, oh, "Okay, well that's cool." He said, it, he was like, yeah, I play with him sometimes. I said, you do? He said, yeah. He and I, he helps me set up teams and stuff. I said, well, maybe I'll play you someday. He says, well, man, I'm like five. I'm not that good. I said, well, can I? And I was already feeling bad because of the way I had, it, it went down during the day. And I was just, I kind of got down to his ear. I said, you want to hear a secret? He says, yeah. I said, we got to get that. We got to get our whisper voices. You, you get ready for a secret? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready for a secret. I said, I'm not that good either. It's okay. He goes, well, then I'll play you then one day. I said, cool. We shook hands. And uh, he was excited. His mom just looked at him, and she's like, yeah, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to say you weren't that good. I said, no, I'm, I'm for real. I'm not that great at it. I, I just enjoy playing. Like She was like, well, he, he said he's happier. He said, so that's always a plus. So, well, that's fun because now his anime journey begins. Exactly. You know, so we just don't know. One day, I'm gonna body everyone. It, you never know, man. Look here, there's a guy named Isaac who's there, who's like 17, who's been bodying fools since he was eight. So, I mean, it's very possible. He's one of the best amongst us all. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just it it, it it can happen. You just never know. And so, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So basically, yeah, Team Worlds. We ended up going about, like I said, we ended up going three out of nine matches wins wise but then we had like the first the first round we took a lot of points we took almost 800 points between the three of us but the problem is is that the breaks don't come until like you start looking at wins so wins determine your initial breaks and then ties are broken by points mm-hmm. so yeah but we pulled some awesome stuff in our brick and the one guy that was winning the most was the one that had like a black lantern martian manhunter chase along with Blackhand and uh, Necron. So he was just throwing tokens out, and just healing up his Martian Manhunter and stuff to just make him more of a threat. And so I had Black Adam, which Black Adam put fear in people. It just, I would, Black Adam was good for one kill, and then I couldn't roll high enough to hit anybody past that point. Gotcha. Like I would, I, we would go into matches and then just be like, yeah, and they'd be like, all right, there's Black Ladder, what Aquaman? Boom, he's dead. I picked up a thing and he's dead at like eight clicks of damage, and it's like, okay, yep, that's all Black Ladder's doing. Black Adam's doing today. He's not doing anything else. 
And uh, so then I'd be trying to swing with other people just to keep them, but it just wasn't working well. And then, um, yeah, it was pretty much what it was at the end. And so then everything else was pretty much battle royales. And I did some onslaught. Um, I did some onslaught trials just to check that game out to see what it was like. And then um, mm. I did the Dice Masters tournament because they came in. Jocelyn and Rob came in and did the Dice Masters tournament that Saturday evening. And so I did that for a little bit. I hadn't played Dice Masters in forever. I didn't even know the game was still alive. And so when they came in and were talking about Dice Masters, I was like, I'll play. I hadn't played it in forever, but I'll play. Yeah, sure. I'll try it out. So And then somebody gifted me a Plastic Man that I needed. So I ended up getting the Plastic Man that I needed. So that was cool. So I finally had the Plastic Man and all the pieces he could shift into. Right on. <laughs> so those were my records. I played in three Battle Royales. Of course, by the way, the TCP package that I talked about earlier, you get a free Battle Royale in that. So I played that one, and I played a few more other than that. And then just, um, you know, chilled out a lot, met a lot of people, talked to a lot of people. They were right on. Ate a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> Dang, an entire, like, setup for it, though. That sounds... That sounds like a really good sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing was, they used to have like more of a buffet style where you could go and fix your own sandwiches and they have like chocolate and peanut butter chips and chocolate chips and marshmallows and things like that. But they said that just people got mad because like, you know, it, it, as the lady would say, it's an experience having a peanut butter jelly sandwich at Graceland. And so when, you know, you're, you've got a mom and you've got two kids and they're trying to fix their sandwiches, the lines get longer. And so, of course, people complain about it. And it was just like, you know, it's just because the lines were long every night. Like, there was not a question. Like, you, I met all sorts of people from all parts of the world in that line. There was groups from Russia, Australia, uh, England. They were just coming down there to get a peanut butter sandwich before they went to their rooms. You know, because that was a the thing they did. Like, every night, those lines would just wrap around the building but then, like, yeah. one night, like, one of the things that's real cool, Dial H for Hero Clicks, man. Shout out to them, by the way. Uh, Dial H for Hero Clicks is a podcast that does a lot of Hero Clicks related news and stuff and information. And so they were like the multimedia people working with WizKids to promote the promote the thing during the weekend. They did all the interviews. They did a lot of the, the video captures and the matches and things like that. And man, I tell you what, like all through the night, they would get on the internet, they'd get on Facebook and be like, okay, guys, we're in different places in the lobby. Come find us for legacy cards. So I got like two legacy cards of stuff that I needed. And I got a third one. And then my roommate was like, I need that card. And then I was like, well, okay, let's get you that card. Let's do some trading for it. <laughs> and so we did some trading for it. But it was just me running around the hotel trying to find different co-hosts of the podcast so I could get stuff. And they were just making it really, they were just, they, they really made it a really good experience beyond just the experience itself. And um, mm -hmm. we all mm -hmm. talked to them and different things like that. And Simeon and Ian and, and Calder, of course. And that's um, like one of, them, one of the contests was like, hey, bring Simeon a picture of Captain America. I bring Simeon a picture of Batman. Bring Ian a picture of your favorite Wolverine sculpt. And bring uh, Calder their favorite Captain America sculpt. And uh, you can potentially get a get a get a card depending on which one you see first because they tried to do it one per brown basically so everybody wasn't running around with like fifty different legacy cards. 
And so, but it was really cool. The whole experience was just neat. And I wouldn't trade anything for it, even my sore body after the fact. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Sounds awesome. So, you know, when when the future comes in and, and Smiter and you guys go and do a big Pokemon tournament somewhere or something, uh-huh. you know, go, go, go to it and just play. Because that's the thing I learned, like, I wasn't going to do well. I knew that going in. I wasn't going to come in there and just raffle stomp people. Because I hadn't done I hadn't been competitive in Heroclix in forever. Like, there was about a five-year gap of time where I hadn't played. And so I'm just really, really learning the competitive edge of things. Because the, the meta is different than it was five years ago. And so there's certain pieces that I was playing, that I was used to playing, that aren't there. But... Really getting a chance to watch people in that world, it just it made me a sh- it's got an iron sharpening iron thing. It made me better as I got to watch mm-hmm. them do it. But then also just it was just great just to talk to people, you know. And I mean, people like Scott Crampton that I've talked to off and on for years that I've never actually got a chance to meet. Got to shake his hand and hug the dude, you know. Getting to meet Isaac, getting to meet Dark Logos, like I said, all these great people that I'm Emily, who's from Canada who was the Canada World Champion, Canada's National Champion last year. Uh, she was there. They, there's a, Dial H does a thing where they do international uh, players where they try to help them get the funds to come to come to Worlds every year now. And so Emily was one of the first ones that got a chance to do that this year. So this was her first time coming to Worlds as a result of um, their, you know, being well able to help her get there. So I thought that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sherlock Holmes is coming. There's a bunch of cool stuff coming in the land of Hero Clicks, I tell you. Um, everything from the new Disney set coming out called Disney Next Phase. We're going to get some She Hulk and Moon Knight and Werewolf by Night and all sorts of crazy stuff and I Am Groot stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all the way to, you know, King Kong and hopefully one day Godzilla. Although it hadn't, you know, had got a preface of Godzilla. But apparently we got a preview for Mr. Mind. That was fun. So somewhere in a future DC set, we're going to Mr. Mind figure again. But yeah, cool. no, it was it was dope. I mean, we got the next set is going to be Wheels of Vengeance. And they're actually going to be like glow-in-the-dark bases and stuff. So like there'll be characters that will glow-in-the-dark as you put them like Iron Fist. He has a really cool glow-in-the-dark feature where like his fist will glow. So I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> It's going to be cool all the way around. Cool. Well, I'm happy you're excited. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's what really matters. Yep. Exactly. Yep. I dig it. So I thank you guys for coming on, hanging on, really just catching up with me. Uh, had had a chance to do that in a bit. And so I think maybe next week we're going to be getting together and talking about some uh, preface, if you will, to Ahsoka. So, since the boys have probably finished all of Rebels and all of Clone Wars, I'm still not quite finished all of Clone Wars and all of Rebels. Um, but I will try to have... It's always fun. It's always fun, Will, whenever you're all like, uh, the guys are probably already <laughs> done with this thing. <laughs> Before you have a chance to be all like... Hey, I, maybe you, I should ask and check first. What do you guys think about a Rebels and Clone Wars episode at this time? Is everybody all caught up? Are we even interested in that? Because I mentioned that we were interested yesterday in the chat. Yeah. 
I know, and I I said we should have done a, a Rebels and Clone Wars episode already. You wanted to talk about uh, Bad Batch before even talking about Rebels or Clone That's Wars. That's true. Yeah. That's why. We, yeah, I remember. I remember that conversation. I remember how that went down. It's like an order of things here, William. <laughs> hey, how's that Ninja Turtles thing coming out? Well, you know, I won't talk about it right now. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. Rise. I'll find it's it great show. some way or another and get <laughs> it and have it all. I'll get it. I just haven't been able to get it yet, but I'll get it soon. Yo, fair enough. But anyway, <laughs> um, thank you all for coming. But, uh, we're, we're not we're not caught up on Rebels yet. We're yeah. We're uh, early in it. season three though, so yeah. we're getting like a couple episodes uh, every few days here, where we're just trying to uh, while we're eating like lunch and stuff, just trying mm-hmm. to get a couple couple episodes in. There is um, a so, yeah. There is a thing that Disney released that is kind of a guide I'm going by for watching and understanding Ahsoka. From oh, certain, so you're not even watching all the episodes. I'm gonna be honest and say mm-hmm. that's. I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. and say that's the case. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Everybody, if you leave a comment on this episode, please uh, point at Will's exposed butt. <laughs> be all like, Will, your butt's out. We can all uh, see your butt, Will. Your will, Will, your butt, it's out. I'm willing to accept those points of shame. It's okay. <laughs> It's all right. I don't know. It's, I just uh, I thought you were like a fan. I thought yeah. I thought you liked Star Wars. Mm. I do like Star Wars, but as I've mentioned many, many a times, there's a lot of it. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. Okay, when you didn't watch it when it originally came see, out, you know you gotta catch up. I will. This is the same joke we've done a hundred times <laughs> and every time you're all you go to defend yourself yeah <laughs> every time you're all like look i did i got i didn't do the thing i, uh, I didn't have the time well, well nobody had the time ain't nobody got time, nobody got time for that. <laughs> we barely have time yeah. but we're making time because we want to talk about it well. and that's why we haven't even watched ahsoka yet and I'm just sitting here expecting you to accidentally drop some heavy spoilers for the show that we yeah. haven't gotten to yet. I am not ready. doing it on purpose, but no. doing it totally by accident. Yeah, that's why I'm not going into any specifics on anything right now, because I know me, and apparently me just mentioning a thing I thought was known in the previews or something was enough to be like, that's a spoiler. Nope, 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 not going to do it. Not even mm. trying to go there. Not today, not tomorrow either. Although when we do talk about Ahsoka, and uh, we will have our good friend Catherine on for that as well, because it's like one of Catherine's favorite characters, and she's clearly loving the show as well. Uh, I, I'm very excited for uh, when Will's all like, it was so crazy that this happened on the show, and then the three of us yeah. will be like, yeah, it was crazy when it happened in Clone Wars, or Rebels, too. <laughs> <laughs> Like we did when uh, we were talking about Mace Windu and Boba Fett. Yeah. And you were like, man, wouldn't it be crazy if they got to me? And it's all like, yeah, that happened that, in yeah. the Clone Wars. It was in Clone Wars. It was great. God. It was a cool episode. Yeah. There was lots of character development that happened. <laughs> oh, boy. The things that I love and the people that I love, it's, I swear. <laughs> That's all it is to it. 
right. Well, it has been a pleasure, guys, talking with you as always. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, if we're not talking about anything next week, then we'll figure something out for it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. man. Between then and yeah. there. Um, you didn't remind me of the of the finally thing. Finally. Finally, The, the Rock, Rock has come has back come to SmackDown, back. baby. Yeah. That's right. Even John Cena. It's, it's just too John bad that Cena. Dolph Ziggler had to be murdered out back <laughs> you know, in order for that to happen. You know, there were a whole Bang. bunch of people that had to be... Uh, Murdered flash. Yeah, but those go. people don't matter. Except for like Brennan Williams. They, and that's AKA only because Mace. we like him. And yeah. also, it's only because we're we're big fans of the guy. So maybe 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 now that he's no longer with WWE, we can get him if I can figure out his contact info, I could be like, Hey dude, can we get you on our podcast and talk to you about stuff? Slide into his DMs. Go to at the great black otaku on X. Twitter. You would know that if you were his friend. <laughs> if you if you knew him like <laughs> I did. If you knew him on, if we, on a first name basis. Well, there you go. I'll have to look him up. I'll have to see what we can do. We'll have to work that out. Cause that'd be dope. But I mean, if he's available. Yeah. We definitely that check would and be see. Pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Definitely check and see. All right. So beyond that, guys. Uh, first of all, to the Rascal Bros. As always, appreciate you being on. Uh, any last words for the people before you rock out of here? Uh, my last word is going to be it's hard to start working out, but after a while it starts getting easier. And uh, DDP is one of the best and simplest ways that I've ever seen it being done. So I highly recommend anybody, especially that's like me, that's been overweight their whole life. Pick it up. It's and it'll start you on something simple. I am doing chair exercise. I'm sitting in a chair the whole time. And by the time the 20-minute workout is done, I'm dripping with sweat. That's how amazing mm-hmm. it is. Highly recommend. My final words are consistency is the backbone of progress. Just to support what Jingles was saying. Okay. Consistency is the backbone of progress. Good deal. Good deal. So my last word is real simple. Whatever it is that you want to get into in this thing called life, um, don't be afraid of it based on the skill level. Don't be afraid of it based on where other people are. Your only thing you can control is where you are in the course of it. And if you're willing to learn, if you're willing to grow, the beginnings that you start with will always, your, 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 your time spent Learning and growing will make you better at it as time goes on. But just just don't not get involved because, quote, other people are better at you than it. Everybody has to suck at something to get better at it. It's just reality. So don't let, don't let sucking at something stop you from getting into it. And more than that, above all, guys, do me a favor, and girl, guys and girls, be blessed to be a blessing to somebody, guys. Take care.